KPBS On Demand is supported by Under the Sun Foundation, presenting the Candlewood Arts Festival in Borrego Springs, featuring temporary public art projects that engage community and place. March 23rd. More at candlewoodartsfestival.org. Good morning, I'm Debbie Cruz. It's Friday, January 5th. After more than a year in hiding, Fat Leonard is back in San Diego. More on that next. But first, let's do the headlines. The latest COVID surveillance shows a big increase in the amount of virus in the county right now. The numbers are the highest they've been in two years. Dr. Christopher Longhurst of UCSD Health says the reason for the current spike is simple. We just finished the holidays, and so this is a normal occurrence. Every winter before COVID, we traded other viruses like the flu and RSV, and in fact, Influenza and RSV are also quite high right now. So it's common that people will have had the sniffles at the holiday parties and uh, exchange those viruses. There are far fewer hospitalizations now compared to 2022, but Longhurst says they will likely increase in the next few weeks. The San Diego Humane Society took in about 100 pets after New Year's Eve, and they're looking to reunite them with their owners. Only 15 of the pets have been claimed so far. The Humane Society says it's waiving fees to reclaim lost pets through this Sunday, but some other fees will still apply. If you or someone you know lost a pet, you can text LOST to 858-SEN-LOST or visit sdhumane.org lost. The SDSU Aztecs are on a winning streak and return to the court tomorrow. The team beat Fresno State on Wednesday in the Mountain West Conference opener. The 27-point victory is the second-largest margin of victory for the Aztecs in series history. They will be playing against UNLV at Viejas Arena tomorrow. Tip-off is at 1 p.m. From KPBS, you're listening to San Diego News Now. Stay with me for more of the local news you need. Hi, I'm Bill Hohen. And I'm Ted Hohen. Over the past 50 years, our family has brought many world-class dealerships to Carlsbad, including Mercedes-Benz, Porsche, Audi, Honda, Acura, Jaguar, and Land Rover. That's right. This year we're celebrating 50 years in Carlsbad. So on behalf of the entire Hohen family, we want to thank San Diego. Throughout the years, We've taken tremendous pride in meeting and even exceeding our customers' automotive needs. We value the relationships with our clients and look forward to serving you for years to come. We invite you to visit one of the Hohen Carlsbad dealerships or hohenmotors.com. The man who bribed scores of Navy officers over two decades then escaped from house arrest in San Diego more than a year ago is back and was in court yesterday. Military reporter Andrew Dyer was at the federal courthouse downtown. Attorneys for former Navy contractor Leonard Glenn Francis, better known as Fat Leonard, told a federal judge Thursday they'd no longer be representing the former businessman. Francis was arrested at a San Diego hotel in 2013 and in 2015 pleaded guilty to bribery. His sentencing was postponed while he helped federal prosecutors secure convictions against dozens of Navy officers. Before he was to be sentenced in September 2022, Francis fled house arrest, escaping to Venezuela, where he was eventually arrested. 
Last month, Francis was returned to the United States in a prisoner swap. He's due back in court February 8th, where prosecutors hope to finally see him sentenced more than eight years after his conviction. They expect to file charges related to his flight from custody at a later date. Andrew Dyer, KPBS News. Some UCSD postdoctoral scholars are facing the threat of deportation later this month. Education reporter M.G. Perez says it's the latest conflict with administration over their union contract. It's been almost a year since academic workers at UC San Diego signed a new contract with the administration, and there have been ongoing protests that the UAW contract is not being enforced in many ways. Five international postdoctoral scholars say their jobs were unexpectedly terminated over the holidays, and since they are on visas, they may be forced to leave the country unless they get their jobs back by the end of the month. Janine Nakvi is head steward of the postdoc union local 5810. It's our view that the university really doesn't want us to implement this contract that they signed. And so our position is that we are going to continue to fight and, and make sure that every worker gets their rights that they deserve. UC San Diego administration did not respond to our request for comment on these terminations. M.G. Perez, KPBS News. San Diego got another taste of big ocean waves this week. Environment reporter Eric Anderson says several factors led to the heavy winter surf. The waves were not washing over the seawall at the La Jolla Children's Pool, but they were big enough. Beth Samos was visiting from Annapolis, Maryland, and she was taking in the sights. Lots of beautiful waves that are coming in a very nice formation. Sea levels are up, the ocean is warmer, there are high tides and a storm generating waves. Climatologist Dan Kayan says those conditions happened with a vengeance back in 1983. That was a winter when a lot of the structures along the West Coast were damaged and you know a lot of sediment uh, loss and transport erosion and so forth. Kayan says big wave events will happen more often as the planet warms. Eric Anderson, KPBS News. Coming up, details on some of the arts events that are in store for the county this year. We'll have that just after the break. Hi, I'm Bill Hohen. And I'm Ted Hohen. Over the past 50 years, our family has brought many world-class dealerships to Carlsbad, including Mercedes-Benz, Porsche, Audi, Honda, Acura, Jaguar, and Land Rover. That's right. This year we're celebrating 50 years in Carlsbad. So on behalf of the entire Hohen family, we want to thank San Diego. Throughout the years, We've taken tremendous pride in meeting and even exceeding our customers' automotive needs. We value the relationships with our clients and look forward to serving you for years to come. We invite you to visit one of the Hohen Carlsbad dealerships or hohenmotors.com. 
arts editor and producer Julia Dixon-Evans has a look into what we can expect from the arts in 2024. She joined my colleague, Andrew Bracken. Here's their conversation. So let's start with an event. It combines visual art, music, and performance, and it's happening later this month. Project Blank brings back their working title project for another year. What can you tell us about this event? So this is a three-day group exhibition and concert series. It takes place over three nights that starts January 11th at St. Paul's Episcopal Cathedral in Bankers Hill. And it's curated by, co-curated by visual artist Diana Benavides and musician Leslie Ann Latham. And they'll transform this cathedral space into like an immersive gallery and performance space. There'll be installations and then a series of performances like music, movement, performance art, and just tons to see. There are so many performers and artists that are involved in this. So it's definitely worth checking out. Great. And one more arts event that combines both visual art and music. But this one involves a little road trip to the desert, and it's at the Borrego Art Institute. Yeah, I'll start by saying this one opens this Saturday, so get ready. It's kind of an annual showcase that the Borrego Art Institute does of contemporary Latin American art. Uh, There's painting, photography, mixed media, and many of the artists that they're showing are from the Baja region. And they're also showing a solo exhibit that's in the Art Institute as well. It's by painter Jose Luis Nunez. The opening reception for these is going to also have mariachi music and mixteco music. These performances will be from 3 to 5 p.m. And it's all part of the Borrego Springs Art Walk. So you can start there at the Borrego Art Institute, which is pretty close to Christmas Circle in Borrego Springs. And then from there, you can head to other galleries and other exhibitions. There's stuff at the House of Borrego Springs, the Hacienda del Sol, the Courts, and the Palms at Indian Head. And that art walk runs from 5 to 7 And I especially love the desert in the winter. So bundle up and you can check out a really unique art scene. And if you can't get there this Saturday, the exhibit, the Contemporary Latin American Art Exhibit, will be on view through the end of the month, January 28th. Very cool. And like you said, it's a really beautiful time of year to visit that area as well as experience its art. And both San Diego and Tijuana were selected as the World Design Capital for 2024. They mark the first binational cities to receive that honor. And that'll bring some events to the region throughout the year. But there are two festivals happening in the spring and another in the fall. Tell us about those. Right. So this designation is intended to celebrate the region, the the border region's rich and diverse design scene. And the first of these little mini festivals that happen, even though there's events happening throughout the year, the first is Tijuana-focused. And it's going to correlate with Tijuana Design Week. That's May 1st through 5th. There'll be lectures, tours, arts events, networking, exhibitions, all throughout that week. And then the San Diego-focused week will be September 18th, starting then. It'll be headquartered at the Mingay International Museum, and there'll be other events and programs across the city. A lot of the details for these and, and the correlated events are still being worked out, so stay tuned. And San Diego has a lot of theater here. We have about 50 theater companies here. And we've seen more than a few plays in musicals emerge from San Diego and then head to Broadway or become nationwide hits. What does 2024 have in store for San Diego's theater scene? 
Well, one thing I'm looking forward to is the Old Globe has commissioned playwright Karen Zacharias to adapt Edith Wharton's The Age of Innocence for the stage. That's going to open February 8th. And Edith Wharton won a Pulitzer for that novel. It's all set in New York in the Gilded Age, so it promises to be this really great period piece, and the Old Globe does those so well. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that one. I actually have tickets to it. I think it was a Martin Scorsese movie from like the 1990s or something as well. (laughs) But it's a really interesting book. And Adina Menzel's coming to town. She was the voice for Elsa in Frozen. I think a lot of parents remember the song, Let It Go. Are you going to sing it? (laughs) (laughs) No, I'll pass right now. And she also has a long history on Broadway. How can we see her on stage here? So this is Redwood. It's at the La Jolla Playhouse in mid-February, and it's already selling out. So this is a brand new world premiere musical. It's about a mother who kind of hits a breaking point, and she runs away to the Redwoods and has this sort of life-changing experience there. It should be a beautiful set and a powerful story, and I know that I would probably pay to hear Adina Menzel sing from the phone book. So there we go. There's always a lot going on musically in San Diego, so let's just do a quick fire round on some things on your radar throughout the year there. Okay, so first is this weekend. It's the Athenaeum Sound On Festival, which is three days of concerts of new and experimental composition. These are held both at the Athenaeum's Music and Arts Library in La Jolla, but also their Athenaeum Arts Center location in Logan Heights at Bread and Salt. And also then a little later, UC San Diego Park and Market has announced their full year of of their Intersections concert series. So these are pretty diverse music offerings. They range from jazz to world to folk. And they're going to kick things off on January 19th with Adama Bilaru, a West African musician. And this is at their new downtown annex concert hall. And there's about a handful of concerts throughout the year. And then one more to put on your calendar for later in the year is Chalice Yoyama, who will join the San Diego Symphony and Raphael Payare in May at the new Jacobs Music Center after it finally opens. That was KPBS arts editor and producer Julia Dixon-Evans speaking with KPBS Midday Edition producer Andrew Bracken. You can find details on all the things you just heard and lots more at kpbs.org arts. That's it for the podcast today. And that's a wrap on the first week of 2024. This podcast is produced by Emmeline Mohebi and edited by Brooke Ruth. Join me on Monday for the day's top stories. I'm Debbie Cruz. Thanks for listening and have a great weekend.